I guess welcome back. You know, I guess so. We're only talking about the thing we all spend 99% of our summer's energy on besides any kids out there or any guys out there with kids. Um, thank you for joining us on your with your time off. If you've been waiting for our second podcast, welcome to it. And welcome to anyone out there listening at home. Thank you for listening. And I am Hove, and I'm joined by my co-host, Syke. Syke, how are we doing, my man? Great. It's great to be back. Good, good. All right. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. We have a lot to talk about. There is plenty going on around the league, even though it's only been two months since the season ended. Three months? Yeah, September 15th was the last last game. So so we're just just about, well, actually uh, just over three months now, and yeah, free agency just kicked off December 1st, so we're kind of in the swing of things, and... Yeah. Getting ready for the holidays coming up, and then we're kind of into 2023. Yeah. And you said free agency. Free agency. Which is something me and you always look forward to. It's big nowadays. These past couple years. Yeah, and after the banquet and being able to have award ceremony in person, it kind of makes that free agency more like, oh, this is like kind of big leagues now. Like, we can... Total big leagues. I mean... I mean, it is, though. Like, no one should, should sugarcoat that, even in the league. It's super cool that we're able to tweet about it, discord about who's going where, and, like, right when it happens, too. Like, right when free agency starts, we get to see huge changes in teams. Huge changes, and so many good changes. I mean, I know we got these notes. I'm looking at all these moves, and I just love every single one of them, so can't be can't be more happy for the way that things have shaken out, and I know there's a lot of signings left to happen, and just can't wait to see what the league looks yeah. like going into next year. We'll be getting into that. We will definitely be getting into that. First thing that I wrote down, though, because out of a tiny little list of things, the first thing I wanted to mention after listening to uh, episode 18 of the HRL podcast, the most recent Stash and Sanchez one, was just thinking about the banquet and giving credit where credit is due there. And, man, I just had so much fun, and it was just cool, and it was just a great experience to see the guys again, see the baby cakes again, see... I mean, that was my first time seeing a lot of the guys in the league in street clothes. And just being able to have that physical aspect and have such a good meal. Oh, We had such a good meal, dude. Fantastic. So, right away, shout out Eddie Bauer for that. Shout out Kmart. Shout out Sanchez Stash for both emceeing and for doing your thing. Nightmare helping out Mippy for also emceeing and um, taking a bunch of cool pictures and and doing that on the Twitter. I thought that that would like that's just so cool for me. Yeah, and I know Sanchez and Stash over the course of the year kind of hinted at that, and you know we're putting it in the works. And like you said, shout out Sanchez for really taking the bull by the horns. And I know a tough situation came up and kind of got more bodies than he was expecting at first totally transitioned in the week of and got us to go to Lake Monster and it was a fantastic time and just everybody it was a great event and I can't wait to have that be a yearly occurrence every single year as we get ready to head into the new league season definitely and I we had heard about those smoked meats you know Ooh. on the fields and on the podcast before we there was talk about them you know you guys talked up a pretty big game but definitely delivered 
on that a hundred percent. That was, I mean, I don't live at home anymore, so I don't get the those, you know, your childhood like perfectly cooked meals where you get all that meat, and that was just great. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the food all day, all week leading up, and just trying what people make and seeing how people make the different things that they brought, and it was fantastic. And from what I heard, everybody had great reviews for the food. Yeah. All right, let's just go. You know, a little bit like. We got a lot to cover. We're going to try to keep this one. Hopefully when you're seeing the the time on this episode, it won't be too long for you. We're going to keep it at about an hour. And honestly, we do have a lot that we want to go through. We want to answer the questions that we got in the Discord. We want to go through the entire season of 2022. So let's just get right into it. And yeah, let's go to those Discord questions because we did have a couple and there are a couple good ones. So what do you Absolutely. got for me, like? So I got four questions here for you, Hove, and, and I'll put them at you first and, you know, obviously throw them back at me and, and we'll chat on each, you know, go in a little bit into depth and, you know, don't totally um, divulge everything we think about it, but um, give the listeners a little bit of, you know, feedback on what they've been asking. So yeah, my first question I got here um, posed by Air Jordy was, um, well, actually Air Jordy and, um, <laughs> yeah. Forgetting his name, but Diddy, yeah, Diddy, Diddy yeah. the Mariners, love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, way too early predictions for year twenty, um, and also year end of year awards. Um, so, okay, I'll throw that right at you then, huh? Uh, so way too early predictions for, for coming year. Just a couple basic ones, yeah, and then season awards for sure. Um, well. <laughs> not to go right right into free agency or to talk about it at all. I won't give any moves away just yet, but hey, it's going to be so interesting. And that's like, instead of giving out a specific point, my my head just goes straight to it's going to be a lot of fun. And with it being year 20, you know, and all the different changes with some very good players across the league, that sticks out of my head right away. But, um... And I also, I do have a couple predictions for um, for season awards. Let's see, honestly, because I didn't get a chance to think about any before um, or really get a list together. I would probably say, well, let me ask you, actually, sure. really quick. What do you, yeah, more specific predictions if you have any or season awards for next year? Well, Air Jordy, you know, who asked this question, I mean, I could put your name in with Cy Wiffle starting next year, I think. What I saw out of you all year and the determination and played against you once on a hot summer day um, in June and gosh, you were dicing on the mound and that lefty kind of southpaw pitching, you know, frame that you got is, is so good and so conducive to having success in this league and I think just, you know, really you are buying in and, and all the Rumble Ponies, I love what I'm seeing, they're all buying in and they're staying true to what they are, they're sticking with each other and I think good good things are going to come for those guys and specifically a guy like Eric Jordy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll probably be talking about a lot of different things even in this episode from our own perspectives and Egan and Hopkins. We both have an idea of both cities, but just so we could maybe answer that, I, I, I could give my, my, my two cents on that with Egan right now would be um, – Look out for, yeah, see, I don't even want to touch on free agency yet. We will 100% get to that. But um, even from this last year, the Braves continue to be good. I predict that they'll have another strong season next season. 
I mean, I, I swear, I think teams like the like the Lugnuts and even Bears are just going to be better next year. So yeah. it's going to be more fun being out on the fields. I think it's going to be a fun year. That's another prediction I would say I would have is it's just, I don't know. We're all coming off the pandemic and we're all going through a lot of shit, but it seems like people were turning out for this season. And I think with with it being year 20 also, it's going to be... It's going to be fun, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so much pop and circumstance surrounding year 20. I know there was a big celebration for year 15. Um, I was in the league then, so I was kind of a part of that. But year 20 is a whole different animal, and I just I just can't wait to share with all of you um, what's going to come in year 20. So for question number two, hmm. um, Stash posed this to me. How do you let's guys... give Let's give a couple award predictions. Okay. Let's do other than ourselves always. Because, sure. I mean, I, I feel like I can say, MVP, I, yeah, I can say confidently, though, that we both are wanting to do our best regardless. And right. I mean, this will never be a shot at anybody or call me arrogant, call me cocky. But I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going for MVP next year. Also, I'll say that about that. But so take me out of the question always. Um, I mean, I think Epstein is. When I was when I played with Epstein on the Dodgers back in 2019, I thought he was MVP then. So he's just his experience and um, with this new team that he's that he's gonna have to deal with and, and manage. I would expect just as much as he kind of has in the past. Then he's gonna be someone to look out for in all aspects on the field on, at the plate. Um, yeah. I don't know. Egan is interesting to me. I honestly, growing up in the league, I I knew I knew of a lot more guys that were in Hopkins just because it's a more centralized sure. conference or division. So I'll pose this to you. Then what about a guy like Scrabble who came in and mm. had such? I forget about success. Scrabble. Like, I mean, he's the he's one person for... I should have remembered. Uh, you, yeah, I'm MVP, glad you brought him up. Rookie of the year. You know, I could see him starting to take home big, big awards for years to come, starting as early as next year. Yeah, and he's just such a cool dude. So such a cool guy. It, Pair that together, he's going to have a great year. A great year. I agree. Fantastic year. And so I'll definitely put an award to that. I mean, I, w- I would even venture a guess that the dude could win most improved. He could do it. Honestly. I could see him hitting 500 being the first ever to do it. Yeah. Something outrageous like that. He, his frame, everything about him, you know, his, his, his athleticism comes in, dominates, just breeds athlete and, and just being a good wiffle ball player and more importantly, being a good guy um, that everybody wants to share the rinks with, hang out. So, Scrabble, congrats on Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Happy year, and, and we're excited to see what you do from here on out. Yeah, for sure. It's good to see him at the banquet, too. Um, All right, really quickly, we're going to go through the season that was in 2022. A lot of the time, we don't. I mean, it never really happens, and a podcast is a perfect opportunity for us, for us all to to recap and just to remember every team and to remember every player and see the growth and and just um, yeah, where we're at competitively or or just a little breakdown of the HRL season twenty twenty two. So, like, who had a good year? And you could either take this down Hopkins or talk about the whole league. Please sure. talk about the whole league, though. And honestly, would love you to backbone this. 
just because for anyone out there as Sykes close friend the man has a has a knack for keeping up with the league and just knowing about it and caring about it and um but yeah who had a good year who had a good playoffs who specifically stood out to you stuff like that yeah and I appreciate you touching on uh you know my little bit of knowledge I have about the league it you know my first year I, I got so intertwined and had success and came to love it watch videos got to know more guys as I continued on in the league and I'm hoping through this podcast and if you just chat with me or want to have a breakdown anytime just have a conversation or text back and forth whatever it is I just I want to inform anybody who wants to know and um, just talk about our great league so for 2022 um, kind of like I touched on in podcast one, we had 12 teams in Hopkins, 10 in Egan. So a pretty good balance. Every year it's kind of around those numbers. Um, as far as Hopkins, the three uh, division winners were my aces, uh, first year being a team. Um, went right to Hopkins, like I said on the first podcast. Just kind of where I needed to be and love my years in Egan. Um, but, you know, Hopkins is going to be my home. Um, in the other divisions, it was the Grasshoppers, which was a compelling division from the jump. Um, you got the Rumble Ponies, you got the Rubber Ducks, and the Americans. I mean, you could think, you know, at least two of those four teams can make the playoffs. Any of them could have won the division itself. Um, the Grasshoppers ended up coming out on top. Americans actually followed suit by winning their fourth ever with Palooza, and they came to mm. face us in the playoffs. That was their fourth with Palooza? Fourth with Palooza Championship. I think they went back to back to back 17 through 19. Because I remember my rookie year, they won it, and we won it as well. And we went to we went back to Egan. They went to Hopkins. So did you guys go 2-0? Was that a three game series? Did you guys did play against the Americans? Yes, we did sweep them. But um, very very competitive second game. Um, pretty high scoring uh, game um, in terms of playoff with ball. But yeah. You guys Veterans are just, on that side. Yeah, you guys are just unstoppable. And so. I can speak for the entire league when it was annoying that the Aces were so good this year. But we love them and, and cherish them. And they had a, you guys had a fantastic season. The Aces had a fantastic season as a team. Every, everyone on the team individually came out with a championship. Um, yeah, on the Egan side, we had... We had my team, the Baby Cakes. We we had a pretty solid season. Um, I think we came out on top. See, I don't even know. Yeah, I think you guys one seed played the Mets. One came seed out of played the Palooza. Mets. Mets came out of with Palooza. They had a great show in there. So had also some competitive games. Right, and important to say that two Hopkins teams ended up coming out of Palooza. Yeah, I think it was down to four Hopkins teams vying for those last two spots. So yeah, it's definitely it adds to it with the. Um, with the 12 versus 10, 12 teams in Hopkins, yeah. 10 teams in Egan, that kind of, that makes that more of a possibility for two Hopkins teams to come out. But I was surprised yeah. because I literally had no idea going into the season. I haven't been in Wiffapalooza yet. I, so I had no idea how exactly it would turn out. Right. Or I, I did, ha- I had no idea that we were going to play a Hopkins team. I thought right. for sure it'd be an Egan team. Just, just based off of, playing an Egan team in the playoffs. And and that's how it always usually works out. Some years we have outliers. I know 21, the Chihuahuas, I think so two years in a row, there's been two Hopkins teams to come out. So mm. pretty interesting fact there. Yeah, definitely. We beat the Mets. We beat the Vibes. And then we lost four games against the Aces. But Five games. Give me a couple 
other teams in five games. My bad. Um, give me a couple th- uh, teams or players, though. Like, ones that... Like, let's really get into it and, yeah. and the ones that... Uh, the ones that we... that Just that don't get talked about or that I just might not know about. Like, enlighten me, please. Yeah, so I'll start in Hopkins. Um, first team I want to touch on is the Blue Sox. Um, team of just so many vets. You got Vlade... Um, guys like Eddie Bauer, we kind of touched on. Thor, Tubat, kind of helped. Um, Fukudome, Pork Bui. I love all those guys. They've been around for so long. They do it better than most. Just great core veterans in the league. Um, and a fun thing they do is the walk hat. If you walk against them, you get the walk shame hat. I know there's a picture of Peanut out there with the walk hat on, and that's a pretty funny picture. So mm. I love all those guys, and it's good to see them coming back next year. And they actually had success, that's right, in 2021, winning with Palooza um, and going back to Hopkins for the playoffs. So, you know, at any time, any given moment, any team can be any team, and it's just about going out there and doing it. So mm-hmm. excited to see them back. Also, the Chihuahuas, who won that division, Hopkins East, had a fantastic year. Airbud got some recognition that he well-deserved, and I will say um, he had my MVP vote. If I could have voted him three times, I would have voted him three times because he totally worked us when we played him. Had the stats to back it, and it's just such a fun guy to hang out with the rinks at the rinks. Um, so as well as Merce, Ages, nickname, and Groot, who's also going to be a free agent this this upcoming season. So they're a great team, and I look forward to seeing how they're going to be in twenty three with a few new additions. Yeah, um, I can grab a couple more and then throw it back to you, mm-hmm. Miller's another fantastic fun team. Um, sneaky pitching rotation. I think we've always known that they've got the pitching. Who again? Yeah, Bliss Junior is a big name on that team. Dr. Oh, Miller's. K yes. Also, mm. um, pitches. So got a rookie this year by the name of Smith Dog, who was an All Star, which is a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So kudos to him. Um, Kol and the Mart, who is a fan favorite and one of my favorite players in the entire league. Just favorite guys. I mean. You know, says what's up to you as you get to the ranks, asks how you're doing, and just has the best intent. And I know he's been dealing with some knee injuries, so I hope that he comes into 2023 with a, a fresh slate and, and no injuries. But yeah, another great team, and, and I will say that Wonder Boy um, did announce his retirement. So um, wish him the best, and uh, excited to see the Millers back. And, of course, can't uh, ever forget the uh, first-ever HRL champion, the Twins. Hmm. Um, guys like Cork, Flo, Kmart, of course, Meat Hammer, and Nelson. Uh, just a fun group of guys. And anytime you're playing the Twins on a night, you know you're showing up and having fun. And shout out Kmart, honestly, having a fantastic year on the mound. Um, I went. Me and him went eight innings. Yeah. In our one game that we played against them this year. Yeah, I, I hope he uh, brings that same energy next year, and you know tries to outdo himself on the mound next year. And they're just. Great crew of guys, and yeah, uh, excited to see him back. So, I'll throw it over to you for a little Egan uh, analysis then. All right. Well, just to make sure, because I'm not, um, I haven't been too well versed, like I've said before, and like anyone would know. I mean, I was so in my head those first couple years. So it's and being still a new guy in the league, not knowing too much about the different players, but I definitely know who is I, I see who's moved around in the free agency um, and just getting a feel for our, for how people play but 
I mean, the Trash Pandas are a good team. They had about the same record as even the Blue Sox did this year, and, mm. and they're much younger. Um, Bunch of new guys, too. Huh? Yeah, guys like Caddyshack, who's a super cool guy, always around the rinks. Um, CP... I don't know how long has sales guy been in the league. He didn't play that much this year, I don't think. No, I Whiffle think Jesus played a bunch. Part time rookie, yep. Toonces was the manager and how old they've been oh. around the league for quite some time now. So Yeah. They're they're fun to be around and yeah. always good games that I've played against, um even though I have been on you could call super team playing against them. Um Nightmares who's like um the Braves the Braves had a really good year this year. Again, again, mentioning Scrabble, um, he, he brought a lot to that team this year as a rookie. Handy Matt had a fantastic oh, year pitching. I voted year. for him. I voted for him for Cy Wiffle just because I had a, yeah, Zach deserved it, like always, you know. But yeah. Handy Matt had a fantastic season on the mound, and he's always been a good hitter too. Oh, that lefty swing. And had a great performance in the All-Star game. Mm, I yeah, think, that's right. Pretty sure that's the first All-Star game he's been able to play in. I know he's been voted I think many I remember times. that, yeah. So, credit to him. Yeah, for sure. And, let's see. I know the Vibes, obviously, had a, had a fantastic season. Um, they had a really good team together in 2022 with mentions of The Wish... Uh, Cheerio, who's an HRL champion, Epstein, Huck Finn, um, Fishhook, who's a good young player, good all-around player. They just had such a good all-around team, and right. rightfully so, they made it to the Egan Finals, just like um, kind of a lot of us expected, and and they all really showed out. But um, right. yeah, how um, about that guy Catnip? I know he's kind of been a little bit of a part timer the last couple of years, and. He actually was up for uh, Egan Most Improved Player, and mm, yeah. I think really uh, kind of made a name for himself on the mound this year. And I've faced him, you know, years prior, and I know he can bring it, but yeah, maybe he was a good pitcher. Yeah, see a bigger role for him on the mound next year potentially. So mm. Rough Riders, I have no idea the status. I would, I'm pretty sure, based off of uh, World Series live streams, um, any live stream or any Twitter updates it seems like the Rough Riders are pretty set for for this upcoming season but they had a great season Hayter was up for most improved Um, he was up for uh, I believe he uh, he was up for Yellow Slammer Um, and a good mix of old and young guys Guys oh my gosh that's it's such a good crew guys oh Hayter Hal Yager I mean three legends of the HRL with his son on the team you know Keeks is a great young pitcher great young player Keeks and and I had a Mihoff is great yeah I want to throw this in there had a little uh, chance to talk with Keeks at uh, with Palooza and I know he's going to college in a couple days and probably got a lot of things rolling through his mind and Yet, to be out there on what I was told, his 18th birthday, probably not a lot of people know that, and he was giving his all. A little bit of a frustrating day with the weather conditions and the wind and kind of the situation against the Yankees in their last game, but I will never question that guy's heart, and his heart's in it, and he loves what he's doing, so credit to Keeks, you're going to be a baller someday. Yeah, Rough Riders are a solid team, Um, and they had a good year. What was their, I was going to look at yeah, twenty one and eighteen. Yeah, really. Yeah, 
and honestly led by Hater. Shout out Hater. He had a he had a hell of a season, my shout G. Shout out Hater. Always shout out Hater. Um Marlins had a had a I think a good season. Absolutely. Records and le- like we say, like I know you know, records don't show where a team is at in the HRL just because just because it, from my knowledge and current day, the HRL is notorious for having a couple teams that might take up a lot of wins, as you know. Of course. And um, But the Marlins are a solid team, and oh. I always try to come ready to play when I play them, and I feel like most people can feel that, but it's, but I love it. And they added a, a rookie like Pablo this year who adds a lot to just their team as a whole. Newt's such a, a legend and a great guy. Schnugans has been in for a while. Shipwreck, Yak. They have a good, solid all-around team, and oh. definitely got to be hitting your spots against them. And, yeah, um, they're one of my favorite team makeups in the entire. I league. love their jerseys too. Oh, that Marlin blue and, and and that orange. Yeah, I mean, you touched on Shipwreck, Yak, and Pablo. You know, those are more recent signees. I know Yak. Um, this being, I believe, his second year, first or second year. Who? Yeah. Shippy's been in for a few years. Yep, Yak. Oh, okay. Shippy's been in, and and he's becoming one of the best fielders in the league mm-hmm. and I think he's going to get his, his fair credit on that uh, soon here and Pablo steps right in I mean he's probably one of the top five hardest hitters I had to face on the mound this year and you ripping that shit ripping I mean hitting balls at his ankles up at his up at his eyes wherever it's pitched I mean he'll swing at so you're right credit to them and the record's a little misleading they had a great great with Palooza Day um, mm-hmm. knocking off I think a couple three or four wins and being the last Egan team kind of remaining to hang around before they bowed out, but Marlins, heck of a season, and can't wait to hang out with you guys again next season. Speaking of with Palooza, a team that, that had a good season, and uh, uh, maybe how the year ended for them doesn't show it, is the Yankees. Uh, a team that's been solid for years and has a couple legends on it, a couple day one HRLers, oh, geez. Um, a couple young guys. Um Familia, you know, they, they're a family when they're out there, and they're so fun to be around, and I love being able to play with those guys and play around those guys. And, That's right. But, like I said, they have such a solid team, and um, as we'll talk about, they made, um, I believe, yeah, they made a move or two, and, um, and yeah, they had a very solid season, and it was kind of sad how they went out in with Palooza, I thought. Didn't they go out on that against you guys? Or did they have to play another game? I'm not exactly sure who they ended up losing to to end the day, but uh, they played in that marathon game against the Rough Riders. So, um, yeah, but yeah, credit to them. Always fun to play against. Always fun to be around. And um, excited for uh, Yankees back in year twenty. Yeah. Well, just because of time, and we got a lot of guys. A lot of good players mentioned here. Um, let's see. Yeah, I can yeah, I take things know. back yeah, into think? Hopkins real briefly. Um, yeah, of course. Like I briefly touched on earlier, um, that Hopkins Central Division was fantastic. Um, Rumble Ponies, you guys are studs. Oh, I did forget one team that I should have mentioned that I was going to just really quick. Sure, yeah. Just while I remember and just because we're on a little time thing, I think, is the Hops. And... I feel like I have to mention them because just cool guys that I look up to and it's always a night of wiffle ball when you play against them also, mm-hmm. you know? And Big Haas had a great year at the plate. Oh yeah. 
what was he hitting? He was hitting, um, or his OPS was 1.3. Yeah, 4 oh, 3, 20 bucks. Yeah. Okay. That might be right there. See, this that might just be shows the, me I didn't do enough research about stats before because. That might be damn. the most underrated year in the league. 8 and 3 on the mound. Churros? 92. Yeah, I mean. 3 7. I mean, I know those two are great, though, at the plate. They have beat the baby cakes before in the last couple seasons. And. They're always a solid team. Like, Cheryl's nine, Tootin' Kid. I mean, they got legends up and down the oh lineup. Oh, my gosh, yes. Everywhere. Tough with Palooza going on, too, but, again, those guys are fantastic. Yeah, above 500, though. Same with the Rough Riders. Both those teams, are, and the Yankees, I mean, both those teams over 500 and a couple of great seasons. Um, yeah, so, oh, yeah, you had a question for me, sir. No, I was just oh, going to yeah. take her back to Hawkins real quick. Yeah. Ponies, studs. Unfortunate what happened to Sharpie, but I know he's going to be back. I talked with him briefly at the banquet, and he's in good spirits. And Can't wait to have them back at full capacity. Ducks made some big moves. Um, I thought we were going to see Peanut have a off-season injury at Wiftoberfest. Yeah, that was a scary moment when he ran through the board, but... Gosh. Popped up right away. He had a wedding next week. That's that all that been. mattered was the pop up right away. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, "Thank God we're good." Because oh, oh my goodness, he ran right through that. That was the hardest I've ever seen someone run through. I mean, home plate board didn't 100%. even exist. He was looking the other way. He, he destroyed the board. <laughs> he took that thing down. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, ducks. I mean, uh, paper boy. Great, great. Uh, season yeah, and fantastic season. I know it sounds like he's going to be more on a part-time basis next year um, due to having a kid but good for him and had a great season Stash they beat us in a game and Stash had a great season and those guys are very fun and they'll drink their beers and they're going to hit bombs and I would expect the same this coming season like I said Americans Grasshoppers two playoff teams Grasshoppers uh, you know Grizz Smallpox um, the Rookies Cakes Fishy they're fantastic great dudes to be around and can't wait to hang out with them again next year, Americans. Um, great, great pitching always. Nudie Booty had a great year on the mound. I think that goes kind of unnoticed, but I want to give recognition to Nudie. Great year on the mound. Um, Wahoos, very fun to have in the league, and they might take the biggest jump from year one to two that any team has ever taken. So they're going to be fantastic. Bold prediction, there'll be a playoff team in 23. I don't think that's going to surprise anybody. So You just reminded me that, yeah, to keep making predictions, though, yeah. even for stuff like that, because we already got asked that question like on one of our early questions. So I mean, it's just flowing that's off a great the top predict- of my mind right No, there. but that's that's beautiful, because I, 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 respect, think most people I respect the hell out of that. That is, Those yes. showed up, kind of got smacked around for the first couple of weeks, but... That's what happens, though. Anybody who's playing them is thinking to themselves, like, Oh God, these guys are going to be a problem once they figure it out. And just like Chihuahuas in '19, they figured it out quick, and boom, they're giving the defending champs, the Mets, a run for their money at uh, with Palooza that day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but lastly, Trent, I love you. The Mariners, the Steffes Bros, like we said, Diddy, mm. fantastic player, hit a couple bombs off me in the rain last year, which a little bit mad about, but you know what? So is life. <laughs> Um, they got a good mix of kind of younger guys and more experienced guys. Um, so I can't wait to see those guys back next year. Yeah. I love all those guys that you just touched on. All just great fantastic players. And the Mariners. 
I forget about my Stephens boys, you know. And I know that they're going to have a good season next season because, oh, like, I got to see a little bit more when we went out to Pennsylvania to the World with World Wiffle Ball Championship together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those two have next-level skill that not many other guys have experience with. So Here's, I got they're going to be great. Bold prediction for the Mariners, right? Okay. The Mariners in 2023 will have multiple All-Stars. Hmm. Take that as you may. But that's how I feel. No, I like that. So Anything that is different that shows that there's players that are right there? Like, Ooh. yeah. Because, and that's why I think one of the cool shifts that I think kind of happened because of the early days in the HRL and... A lot of guys were able to rack up how many times they've won maybe a certain a certain award. Sure. And now we're I think this next season might be shaken up a lot just because there's there's new faces, but everyone also is getting to know each other. And not to say yes. that that all star voting or awards voting is a beauty contest, but it is kind of if your name gets out there. And a lot of guys' names got out there this season, and people know each other a lot better. So. I love all those guys that you touched on because I know, and in, including us, you know, with 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 the seasons that we have, I know that mm-hmm. that we'll also um, be going into a into a successful season regardless of what happens. Yeah, and like that, I like the analogy you made to like a beauty contest. Um, I wish more teams would be represented at post games. I don't do much pre gaming, but post games for sure. I mean, we only got so much time together, and, and we can record this podcast in December. It's snowing all day today. Like, it's yucky out. Um, so really take advantage of the time that we got together, and I'll even call out a few teams, ponies. Like, you guys got all these guys, and, and we're all such good friends, and we love you guys, and you love us and everything, and show up a little bit more at post games. Come hang out. You know, goes for the Wahoos, too, and come hang out, have some fun, talk whiffs, talk life, get to know some other guys better, and... And, and that's just going to be a better thing for you well, guys and for others to get to know you too. And that's kind of what I realized with, with the voting, you know, and it's just, it's just reality, you know, that's just how it is. Like, and the guys that have been in the league know that, that you can't be, you can't be whining about a vote and not to throw shade on anybody. Let, I'd love to touch on somebody else that had a great 2022 season Please. is Hondi. Uh, a rookie that was on the baby cakes this year. He was on my team, and he's a friend of mine that I've grown up with my whole life. And he got to play a lot. He got to play a full season all the way through to the World Series. Got to see what the playoffs was like, and I watched him grow. And he had a great season, but not understanding that it kind of does have that who knows who and who likes who thing in the league when it comes to voting. When it comes to who gets picked for something. And not to and MVP I would say is the farthest one from that. That one is the most I think people take two seconds to actually decide who they think is the real MVP. Not not just someone that they like or like with maybe a um a fun star award. Sure. And uh, and yeah. So that actually brings me back to my point. One of the questions was asked by Stash, how do you guys interpret MVP? Mm. So it sounds like you're saying MVP is is the award where you're, encompass- you're encompassing everything that a person puts out for substance as a product on the field, you know, being around the guys, having fun, chatting, what it is. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's the play. It's are you valuable, valuable to your team? 
to the league? Um, do you know? Do you produce wins? Good teammate. Good yeah. teammate. Good those, guy. Those things though, right there, because out of all the awards, like I would say most sports, MVP is all right. Actually, I can honestly say I feel like some sports have gotten corrupted with who's the MVP. You know, but kind of based sure. off of a beauty contest. But in the HRO, I I do feel like even with this year's voting for Hopkins MVP, you winning it over Airbud. It, in my opinion, it wasn't a beauty contest. Your name is known because you were on the Aces also, you know, when it comes to all the new guys in the league this year when it came to their time to vote. Um, but it, it, it comes down to who deserves it, you know? Right. Definitely. And I think that how I decide with MVP, which I think is what a lot of people do, is actually take two seconds and like that's the most important one that you're voting for unless it's your teammate that you really want to see win you know right but um yeah well good i think uh that was a good breakdown of 2022 but uh we've got more business to handle here and that includes the free agency period that began december 1st which is probably going to be in the thumbnail and the title of this episode it being free agency and this being the the first podcast where it's been two weeks, we've all we've gotten some moves to talk about. Big moves and big moves. We also have episodes planned for the future where, if there are other moves made in the off season, we will yep. cover those as well. But as we all know, the first ones of the of the free agency are usually the most exciting. The first so. dominoes have fallen, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, sir. All right. So. Um, yeah. And that's why I'm glad we were able to talk about, kind of give a rundown of everybody really quick yeah. because we just Good to kind of go and th- throw that right in with these free agency moves and how that is going to impact this next season. Right. So kind of go in chronological chronological order there. Yeah. Um. So we have these written down. Uh, just grab a random one out of there. Sure. Grab me. Grab me the one that you like the most, or and and just tell yeah, me about well, it really quick. Here, here's one that I like the most, and. You know, everything's going to come back to these guys. Blue Wahoos adding the Wish. From what it seems like, and what I heard kind of rumblings from both the Wish and those guys was, you know, family, grew up close together, played in the backyard at Fridley Factor Field, grew up playing a game, playing different sports together, and and now it kind of seems like a homecoming for Matt going back and playing with those guys and coming Mm -hmm. back to Hopkins where he started, and just such a great ad for them, and they're getting a perennial all-star, one of the greatest fielders in HRL history, hmm. and a guy with the experience, as you know, in big moments, in big games, playoffs, regular season, all-star games, whatever it may be, he's going to provide that necessary experience to kind of get them over the top, I think, in 2023. Mm. I like that one a lot. I playing against. I got to play against the Wish for basically the first time in my career this past yeah. season. So much. Too. I knew about him, but um, yeah, so much. That dude hit five home runs off of me in game three, three of the Egan Finals in 2022. That man hit five home runs off of me. And his older brother hit four off of me <laughs> in the same game. Those two hit a combined nine home runs off of me in game three of, of the Egan Finals this year. And when I saw that move to the Blue Wahoos, that is... That is the move of the off season. That's my prediction. That is. It's right there at the top. That's my, that's my favorite of the off season so far, and we got a couple guys still undeclared. But there's, 
that's the one I'm most excited to see because I love yeah. him. I love him, and he knows I love him. I love him, but uh, and as you get to know those guys game, more, you're just gonna, a great season. You're just gonna love them. They're such great. Teams. And I and it sucks to see him go to Hopkins. Honestly, like, um, I've been yeah. So everyone knows out there since me and Siv are close, and I get to hear about him being in Hopkins and whatnot. Uh, now I feel like I gotta stay in Egan because he's in Hopkins. We were together for a while, and I, I, so my focus is definitely on Egan, and uh, it's sad to see the wish go, but oof, that's 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 just adding to the league, and uh, yeah. I think it's younger crowd too. Fantastic move, and the vibes had a great season, but the vibes are also a great team without him. I'm sure if if John or Huck felt that they needed him or they wanted him to for these reasons you know i'm sure we went to seen a move like that but i'm sure it's mutual respect and right. and love so that was a cool one here's another uh, move that i want to kind of pose at you um, i think this was the first announcement via a stash bomb mm. old yeller going back to the yankees where he previously played um for back, how long you think gosh i think he played there three or four years i remember the first year I ever went to the World Series, 2018, our first round opponent was Old Yeller and the Yankees. You know, Torpedo, um, Rocket, Rocky, all those guys in prime form. And, and we they took us to three games, and Old Yeller was fantastic, always is on the mound. Um, and I think this year I really saw something from him at the plate that I love to see. So I agree, about especially about Old Yeller at the plate. and He's just... Uh... I look up to him as a wiffle ball player. Yeah, Corey's awesome. And loving the Yankees, I love that move too, you know, on both ends. And rubber ducks are so strong anyway. And um, we can, we'll definitely get into them a little bit more. But uh, Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, very good move on both sides. And also important to note that T Mac and Milton. Good for Rocket and Torpedo to get a good guy like, yeah. like the old Yellow too. Yeah. Yeah. T-Mac and Milton, it looks like, are uh, going to be free agents. So mm. I guess we are still waiting them. They're kind of in the uh, pending free agents uh, portal there. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they announced something. I might have missed it. But uh, I think they're kind of up in the air right now as well. Yeah. I wonder about stuff like that. I, I wonder because I don't hear about them and no Twitter stuff on them. or sure. And I don't believe they're in the Discord either. I mean, I wouldn't assume because I haven't seen any texts nope. and I don't I, look. But um, I think you're right. Um and I'm very curious because they could be in a mind frame kind of like how me and you were, which was, okay, I see that the competitiveness and I'm trying to get in on it mm-hmm. and they might be preparing to have a full season because Yankees have a pretty high number lineup, but they got a decent amount of guys on their, on their ticket. So and I think that's maybe those guys kind of want to branch, branch out. Definitely. Right, I could see that happening. But, um, but if they don't, the, I feel like the Yankees are always accepting for them back, and they're such a welcoming team in general. Yeah. So, um, I'll point one out to you. I'll get you right here. Um, let's go with. Let's just get right into that. The rubber ducks, the Hopkins HRL rubber ducks. With honestly one of my favorite dudes in the league, Stash, leading the taking the helm, holding the reins on that team. The Rubber Ducks add Tubat, a multiple-time HRL champion, an all-star. Uh, national champion. National champion. Saw, dude. I know you're listening. Saw, dude. 
a legend of the HRL. At day one, a man that... Elkie of the year. A man that I've played in the World Series multiple times against. Um, a man that Sib has told me a lot about. Um, and a father. How and about f- that? <laughs> Is he... My man. Did he yep. just become one? Or? I believe they had uh, Hazel back in January of last year, so not exactly a new... No, that's... Hopefully I'm not wrong, but um, a newer father, and I know they tried for a while. That's great. So. That's great. Yeah, um, I love Travis. So the Rubber Ducks add Tubat and Peanut. And Peanut comes from the Americans, also out of Hopkins. Yep. And like you said, um, the Ducks lose Old Yeller. And as as a lot of as a lot of us know, um, Face was also lost. Yep. Who who we will definitely mention in a second. But yep. just tell me about the Rubber Ducks really quick. Yeah, they were our second loss this season. Um, Something that I can't wait to see with them is how they hit the ball this year. Um, you got Peanut, who mm. is arguably the best contact hitter in the league. He's got a great swing. Great swing, lefty, fast. I mean, just does everything, can hit for power if he needs to. I know the home run Twitter thing was kind of a f- funny shtick, but I would expect him to hit I'd at like least I'd like to interject bombs. on my thought about his home run hitting and just that from yeah, my perspective is, bro, you don't need to hit a single home run all year, honestly. You keep getting on base. That does so much for a team and for a game. And hit as many home runs as you want. Also, you know, like just keep hitting the ball, and they're already, they're automatically just right there a good team because he's a fantastic player. Great player, great dude, and what I like to call a table setter. Mm. So yeah, I mean the Ducks are a very strong lineup, and and you know seeing a couple guys leave, but two more guys walk right through the door and. They're going to drink beer, hit bombs, and do Tubat a was team. coming from... He was from the Blue Sox. Blue so, Sox, yeah. okay. Two years with the Blue Sox, and he came over. That's just a big move, though. Yep. That's just a big move. And me going into this free agency, like I honestly didn't think there was going to be this many changes. I thought there was only going to be a few that were, sure. that were going to be notable, where I was like, wow. But honestly, all of these are. So. Yeah, and, and Wade kind of... Uh, I think he made a tweet right as free agency opened. He said, you know, I'm not making a move, but it's really nice to see that so many guys, gals are willing to, you know, go and play with other people, try something new, give it a chance, go see if they gel, you know, good with the team and, and, and maybe ultimately make, make a move that sets them up for a championship run or a deep playoff run or, or good success. So mm-hmm. it's free agency period is fantastic. And I think a lot of guys look forward to that just as much as the actual season itself. I'd like to point out, just in case anyone um, anyone cares, even the slightest, but uh, I've loved I, the, us baby cakes are solid this year. Um, and No question about that. I think we're all, us five, we're at a, at a place where we are very content with our team, so there was no, there's nothing really, there's, there, was, there wasn't much that when it came to, to moving around and um, don't have don't have the young core that 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 maybe pushes um, jumping around, um, and yeah, I'm 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 apt and and looking for a championship with this team and to win one with these guys that I care about too. So I love that. Yeah, just wanted to yeah. shout out the baby cakes, Glad Zach. You that out. Shout out Zach, love you. Um, shout out Richard. Shout out Steve. Shout out Jack. Yeah, we're gonna have a good twenty twenty three season. Let's. Faux damn show. Mark me down for that. There's a predict- there's a way too early prediction for you. <laughs> Baby Cakes World Series. 
You heard it here, folks. Um, two hours, and okay, the wish one was great to see, but the quality of the video that the dogs put out on Twitter was immaculate. Especially because so much content, you almost see too much effort in when it gets made. Yeah. But it was like those are just OG homies like making a hometown video and dude i'm crying in the club at work on my lunch hour that like, was god damn. i think so i watched great it to 10 watch. times in a row oh my gosh yeah shout out ages and what he does with their social media and putting that together and mippy and face are coming to town mippy so. and face like what a duo uh, again with the not foreseeing moves big moves i did not foresee M- M- i've I mean, I don't know, like, which is so, such a cool thing about not knowing going into free agency because surprises are so great. And we had kind of mentioned in episode one, the where we were right, where we were wrong um, segment. Now that's going to really take place more um, potentially down the road, but here's kind of an instance I had mentioned potentially seeing uh, the wish uh, face and MIP go to the blue Wahoos. I was right. They all left their current teams, mm. but I was wrong. You were... Mip and Face going to the Chihuahuas. Yeah. Fantastic fit. And division winner in 22, I think they're going to contend so, for a championship so, in 23. So Face Face and Mippy and the Wish did play Fridley Factor together, though. Yep, they're all okay. Fridley Factor legends, yep. I, I, I'm still learning from, from Evan every day about, about wiffle ball, but I, I definitely know that these guys are, are friends. That's what I'm I'm having fun right now learning about it and talking about it. Like, this is sweet. And, yes, I need to say, Mippy's the GOAT. He's one of my favorite players in the league. One of my favorite players of any league in any sport, to be honest with you. Not to... Not to not to have a little man crush, but you're kind of cute, Mippy. <laughs> and um, you know, there's dogs a- are going to be great this next season. I think Face is a very solid hitter, uh, a great pitcher, and Mippy is Mippy five. So um, yeah, watch out for the dogs next year. Airbud's going to pop off again. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to play them. And there's a picture uh, circulating the uh, interwebs of Hove and Mippy at Wiftoberfest. Now I believe they were teammates uh they ended up losing in the championship but uh that's neither here nor there but similar uh similar looking players out there so i think uh, comparisons between you two is not far-fetched yeah i was carrying him i was carrying him sorry Mip. yeah he, he had a bad saturday just kidding i was actually super hungover that day too <laughs> so i think the sun got to everybody at the end of the day i know i went home and took a fat nap but that was a fun day. I mean, what we couldn't have asked for better weather. And for all the new guys that came out, hope to get you guys in the league. And if not, um, you know, message any of us. Try to, if somehow this crosses your airwaves, find us. Get on the website. Find a name. And find there, a number. And there are those multiple outlets for you, for anyone listening also. That you have the HRL. You have Wiftoberfest. You have, you can come and watch something like, um... Uh, with Palooza, yep. come watch the playoffs. And since we're on social media now, you can live stream, watch. Um, but yeah, Wiftoberfest is a perfect example of something that you don't have to be just signed up for the beginning of the season on. That uh, right. that we got some other things going on to just be involved for sure. And oh yeah, go ahead. Speaking What's... of Wiftoberfest, um, uh, 
Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Okay. Kind of a recent move, and, and it wasn't one of the first moves, but uh, one of the most yours recent. truly, the uh, HRL Aces Wiffle Ball Club, has officially added Billy Bingham. Um, grew up playing in the backyard with him, and mm-hmm. got his start in 2013. I know I had posted that, and played 11 games for the Dodgers before you were playing, but uh, playing with us before you went to college, and got excited about it, got up for it, played in uh, Wif- Toberfest, had a great day, hit some home runs, and... He's excited to be a full-time member of the Aces next season. Yeah, and we're I can. All excited to have him. As an as a completely unbiased observer of him at Wiftoberfest, he just played good and and he cared. Yeah, and it seemed like he was having fun, and oh. I think that that's a good ad, and it's notable enough for us to bring it up also because um, dealing with the defending champs, Aces, um, a, a, an add-on to that move is the loss of Babyface. But I, w- I would like to say really quick, Billy Bingham is a, you could say a childhood friend of Evan and I. Um, for, oh, you know, just since we were very, very tiny, you know, sucking thumbs kind of thing, <laughs> I think. So, yeah, he's a, he's a very he's a very close friend of mine and of Evan's. But um, we're glad to have him. And this just reiterates being blessed to be able to bring someone, guys like Dodger Dave, now Billy, Handy on my team. Yep. A few of our very close friends, and As, and we okay. see it when we see other guys doing in the league, and I'm glad we can point that out and be like, we got guys getting friends in the league, and so many guys are doing it. Rumble Ponies awesome. did it amazingly. Um, yeah, it's just cool to see that, and and yeah. Billy's a Billy's a very cool ad, but yeah, that that second part about losing Bingham was losing Babyface. The Barry Bonds has been called of the HRL. Maybe a new nickname, Barry? Could it be? We'll see. A man that hit tanks off me um, and hit many tanks off many guys in the HRL. The Aces lose him, and he actually signs with the Grasshoppers of Egan, which was... Or of Hopkins, sorry. I meant to say (laughs) Hopkins. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Grasshoppers are in a situation then, you know, are in their own little... That team's going to hit probably the most home runs ever. Yeah. They're going to need to find pitching, but uh, Mike's cousin, Kyle, rookie this past season, Cakes. Mike is babyface. He's going to be fantastic on the mound, I tell you what. I saw Who's just gonna enough. Who's His Cakes. friend? His cousin, Oh, Cakes. his cousin. Yeah, yeah. Going to be fantastic on the mound. Honestly, he didn't really confirm that that was his cousin until right now. Yeah. He didn't get a ton of opportunities with Nightmare and Grizz kind of toe in the heard his name all year, though. He had a fantastic year. And in the postseason, shined. Yep. So I think he takes on that kind of number one or number two pitching role with Grizz. And, you know, Fish hit the effing SHIT out of the ball in the postseason and all year. Mm. Borderline All-Star. Next season, he's going to have my vote. I know he's going to be in the All-Star game. Just chalk that one up. So I can't wait to see what these guys do. I'm not excited to play them. I'm excited to share the rinks with them and yeah. have fun. But they're going to be a fun, fun team to kind of, uh, you know, keep an eye on all year. And yeah, I mean, uh, a team that was in the Hopkins finals last year as a first year team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they add arguably the best um, HRL home run hitter of all time. So that's and but they are. I don't know if you're going to say something, but they're losing. Um, one of the one of my favorite players of all time, and that goes to the question Nightmare asked in the Discord: Who's your favorite player you've ever played with? And um, 
I'd have to say Palpatine, but nice try, Wally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Hoppers lose Nightmare, who is definitely one of my favorite players and I think one of the better players in the league. So yep. that's very interesting also. I mean, just it's going to be irreplaceable to, you know, kind of what he brought on as a guy on the pitching side and the hitting side. I mean, as that again, with that team also. Yeah, perfect fit with that team. And mm. I know he was a late ad last year and perfect fit. The drive, from what it sounds like from him, kind of sucked. So, mm. um, you know, he kind of just did it for a year and tried it out and loved it. And he's still got that competitive spirit and. A guy like him, it's nice to see he's getting his son involved and he's getting to that age. And um, he was actually out playing at Wiffle or Wifftoberfest and had a great time. Mm. Um, so he's wherever nat- he goes, he's a natural. He fits yeah. in, I think. He's got a better swing than dad. So um, I don't know. There was I have sources from the games three, four, five live, live stream on YouTube on the HRL Twin Cities YouTube account. Um, a little banter between Webgem and Nightmare. Uh, can you give us a scoop on that? I don't know. Is that do those two have beef or is that are they chill? I don't think any beef. Um, <clears throat> there was a little bit of a situation where actually um, Nightmare and um, Dumpy kind of chatted about some things and whatnot, but they're close and we all love Nightmare. He loves all of us, but um, you know sometimes tensions get a little hot and yeah. That's you why know, we love. That's uh, that's that's also why we love Nightmare. He's he's like that though. You know, he's play ball together. And he's he's a competitor. He's a he, he's a great dude though. Being being a former teammate of his, he is a great teammate and uh, a great uh, man. Yeah, a natural at football. And you said that one of your crushes is Mibby. Um, definitely one of my crushes in the league is Nightmare with that bald head. He is he's a good looking dude. Yeah, I just look up to him, and I've told him that a million times. And Wherever you go, you're going to go and have fun, hang out with a crew of guys, and you're going to be successful no matter what. So, um, If there's a reason Nightmares is my favorite teammate I've ever had, it would be because I've never had anyone's, anyone tell me that their son looks up to me as a player. Right. And Nightmare did, I did get to share that with Nightmare, which I thought was cool. And Maybe he was bullshitting with me, honestly. I don't know, but... Um, I can see it. I no, think that's our, what's his name? Do you know his name or his... I guess Ade. Oh, yeah. Ade. Yeah, Ade. And, um, yeah, I got to meet him at Wiftoberfest, and I met him a couple other times, but... Um, Great kiddo. Yeah, love Nightmare. All right. Uh, yeah, wait, 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 we got... So how about yes. the Mets losing Mippy, but in mm. turn got Beck Thunderson. Mm. Great addition. Lefty. They're just totally embracing the whole lefty thing. Mm. I think now what uh, three lefty hitters, uh, JC, Taco, and now Thunderson with Charwall, mm. and uh, not sure if Docs is coming back full time, part time, what his deal is going to be, but that's another is strong JC's son, right? Yep, yeah. JC's son. So Charwall probably is probably yep he'll be back. Fledged. Yep, so they're going to be fantastic again and compete for a division in a in a city championship, I think. So yeah, fantastic signing and congrats to the Mets. Yeah, definitely. How about over in uh, Egan again, um, touching on the Braves. Braves with what I think could be the sneakiest, biggest signing of the year. Um, signed a cat by the name of Mitch Nippenberg. Probably will end up being known as Nippy um, to go with currently who we have, Mippy. 
Um, friend of Scrabble's grew up with him playing ball in the backyard. Kippy would kind of be funny though, because I mean, who knows? Nippy right? sounds too much like Mippy. Yeah. I think. I don't know. So that's a great signing. I mean, former college ball player. Oh, probably knows yeah. a lot about how the way the game is played and. Yeah, just because we got that link that that two bat so lovingly tweeted out for all of us, I was able to to look over that and. I mean, those are a couple of things that let you know that he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, reckoned with in this league. He's yep. um, had a wiffle ball field in his backyard, grew up playing. Um, he's a wiffling for wishes champion. Um, won a state basketball, state baseball championship in 2012. D3 All-American at Luther. I mean, that's a, that's a better report card than I have, than I have for sure. <laughs> that's for a pretty ball, impressive so. resume, dude. I love that. And that was fantastic to see. Great and signing. Yeah, the Braves definitely needed another young guy because they're getting pretty old. Um, yeah, I trust Scrabble with uh, anything with <laughs> ball-related, so welcome, Mitch, to the HRL. Scrabble, yes. tell him to tune into this because yes. you mentioned. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, get him on. Let's let's go. <laughs> La, lastly, um, this actually just happened today, Americans add new blood in Ben Carolyn. Um, I know he appeared in uh, MNWA one week, maybe a couple weeks. Hmm. Got a sweet swing. Seems like he's a natural. I don't know anything about him. Great to see another face in the yeah. HRL. Uh, like again, to reiterate, I alone didn't think there was going to be a lot of moves internally in the league. But I didn't even know if there was going to be any more um, good young rookies. And see, we already got a couple, and there's plenty of time before the oh, beginning man. of the season. There's so much time. So I would expect that that uh, pool to get a lot bigger too. And. I, that just reminds me, and I gotta say, that that just shows how cool it is that guys continue to tell friends about the league, and people know that yeah. that we all are playing it, and are like, oh, you know, or they hear about it. And so many people are at least batting an eye and paying attention to what we do. It takes another kind of notch up to say, oh, I want to go be a part of that. I want to go play in that. I want to. How can I get involved? And mm-hmm. to see more and more guys. Um, like our friend Billy Hani coming in and doing that. It's just so fun to see it. When and it like the Braves and, and American Ads yeah. right there. Both perfect examples. And Yeah. Right now we're at, I don't know how much time we're at. But. I think we're just uh, about nearing an hour. But uh, I wanted to touch on a few pending free agents quick. Lastly, so I got a guy like Groot, um, CP, kind of like you touched on earlier. He's looking to kind of move around and test the waters. Uh, T-Mac Milton we touched on, but that uh, status is kind of up in the air, so we'll see what happens with them. Um, and then a guy that, uh, from what I've heard, might be returning back to the league um, in McGruber, staple to the HRL, and especially Egan, and uh, just such a fun energy and, and passion and love of the game. And um, So if he does end up coming back, I'd be excited to see where he lands. And I would excited be excited to play against him. Yeah. Yeah. He's great great face player. in the league, so... Um, but uh, is there anything else you think we uh, missed? For no, we kind of. I mean, we wanted to make that our our whole our whole second part because yeah. we gotta touch on all those moves and and definitely what we think about that. Got some good predictions laid out, I think, because we'll make sure to go back and listen and um, just for for future ones, especially yeah. just keeping them noted, keeping them bookmarked for for down the road and. Um, and we're going to have to reference I'm glad back we can, to something. I'm glad we can talk about it already because we're going to have plenty of time and it'll give us the opportunity to 
talk about it in much different ways or yes, whatnot. Um, uh, when's the winter meeting again? So I believe it's going to be either maybe back half of January, if not probably February. Okay. Heard some rumblings, but uh, I don't think anything has been set in stone quite yet. So look out for that HRL. That'll be coming up soon, and, and that'll really get to kick us off uh, in year 20. So look for that and location, time, venue, all that kind of stuff. So that is on the horizon as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we oh. might as well wrap this puppy up. Uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of new faces. Yeah, it'd be nice to see meeting. kind of the new I haven't guys been to a winter meeting things. yet, so it's going to be fun, I think. And guys like you have never been to one. It's, I mean, last year the turnout was, I'll just say, it was pretty poor. And it might have been location at the Shockby Bowl. I know a lot of guys are from kind of more up, yeah. upper, uh, you know, kind of cities. And like Fridley, for example. So that's not very conducive to them. But uh, I would like to see a lot more guys, you know. The turnout we had for the banquet, why can't we get that many that many guys at the uh, winter meeting? So As a dumb kid in the league yeah i think a hundred percent i know like, we can the winter meeting is the thing i feel like we should all be going to that's that was my impression of it I even agree. though i've been lazy and haven't gone <laughs> but I've at been, least you can admit that though right? yeah definitely um well yeah we'll definitely we'll definitely wrap it up here um so this podcast when you'll be when you when you'll be hearing it or or if not if it's a little bit later um we're planning for it to come out on December 19th. Um, we don't have a set date for when our next one will come out, even though we've been we've been just uh, telling everybody maybe the day of or, or right before, but we do have plans to do a Christmas podcast. And it was my idea, and it was something that I kind of just want to do, just spark that idea even just between Psyche and I and... We kind of agreed. I think I'll probably just do something small. I think I'll probably just do my best to do something fun. Talk about fun things in the league. Maybe have a friend on or a teammate or just something. And I hope to drop that around Christmas time. We'll see what we can do. Um, If not, definitely early January um, after the new year. But... I had an idea for a little Christmas podcast, but depending on when you're on when you're hearing this, um, we will definitely see. Yeah, and then uh, kind of like we teased, and want to give a little bit more of a teaser now. We've kind of uh, sent out some feelers to uh, different individuals. A great idea we have is what we like to call uh, the legend lineup. Um, so we're gonna try for a week long podcast dump. Um, yet this winter, of course, and. Fingers crossed, hopefully, before the winter meeting, but a lot of moving pieces and, and parts and pieces kind of going into it. So we're going to have on guys like Truck, the commissioner, the founder of HRL, um, guys like uh, Mippy, Webgem, tons of guys with different uh, you know stories to tell across the HRL. And, and really what this is going to be suited for is giving the newer and younger audience that is taking time to listen to this podcast taking time out of your day during your commute or at work or just farting around you're taking your time to listen to this so we want to bring you the best content possible and we've got some content for you guys and gals that is going to blow your mind and just reinvigorate you guys and get your energy ready for year 20 and it's going to be huge and we can't wait to share it with you guys i just know when i tell you an idea about something or we get something cooking and you get excited for it that 
I know it's going to be cool. And I can feel that it is. And I'll say right now that during that week-long podcast, and just to reiterate and uh, be a little bit more specific on that, we will be dropping a podcast Monday through Friday of one of one week in January. It will be in January, whether it is towards the end or like Evan said before the winter meeting, whenever it is, Monday through Friday, every day. So hopefully there will be some listeners out there that maybe take that maybe have time or take time to listen to each each one as each day comes out and we can just absorb all this good information that we got for them Absolutely. and all the ranging everything the history rules hall of fame what we're talking about now what we're talking about for next season who they like who we like and just being able to talk with everyone with with a legend lineup, with some of the with some of the most well known and um, maybe a surprise guest, stuff like that. So, yep, we got so much fun planned, and um, so a lot more on that soon, and and be on the lookout for that. So, um, another thing that uh, we thought it'd be important to touch on quick before we go is uh, the HRL Polar Plunge um, stash, and I know Sanchez touched on that in the last podcast. Something great that the league always does every year is get a crew of guys and gals to go out and jump, um, raise money, raise awareness, do everything that, that you know we should be doing as a league. So we're kind of in some talks now to do um, a few things surrounding that, but just want to shout out guys like Kmart, Eddie Bauer, um, Hawk Epstein, whoever, if I didn't, you know, if I forgot a name or two, whoever has a hand in, in running the A-Trails, Polar Plunge, and it's just a fantastic event, and um, we're going to be out there for sure, and, and it's just going to be um, another fun year. Yes. It's going to be my first time, and I'm super excited. Likewise, yep. And special shout-out to Eddie Eddie Bauer and Kmart. Yep. They, those two always put in work. Studs. Seeing Eddie Bauer running the All-Star game even this year at the Bowl. and Yeah, those two are just doing a great thing by having done that Polar Plunge and continuing to do it and it really only can grow because they have a solid base right now and I hope this year we can grow it even more and absolutely donate 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 if you are a new listener and this is your first time hearing about that um I believe you can find links if you find the HRL Twitter account um or on the HRL Twin Cities website which is just hrltwincities.com and yeah donate some money to help out a really good cause um, we also wanted just to remind everyone hit us up if you want to be on the podcast if you want your own podcast like I mean I know neither of us will have no problem having someone say I deserve my own podcast like if that's <laughs> how they really feel or like we, I have all this I want to talk about and because we can always just make another one and me and you are of course. we got we got some time you know and be able to work around and find dates for a lot of people it would be a pleasure to have anybody who wants to on here and, and we got the platform and we got the microphone ready and you want to hop on give some hot takes and share some insight that you have please some just fun let times us know. you have a fun idea that you want to do with us maybe twizzler you want to you know Twizzler wants in seriously so um and tweet us dm us message us on discord if you don't have those um yeah or any questions anything you you guys think that we're a little screwed up on 
<laughs> Literally, I like I want good and to. the bad. Tell us. Like I've said before, I do not have much experience interacting with the league as a whole, and it's so cool being able to see the Twitter. The Twitter always going. I know I'm not huge on tweeting, but um, yeah, hit us up, call us out on our bullshit, please, because you won't be able to until the beginning, until we see you and come come spring. So right. might as well get it in now. And um, yeah. Anything else? That's all I got for today. All I got for today. All right. Well, lucky number two, episode two of Hoven Psych on the HRL podcast. Like we say, it's a blessing to be on here and to um, be able to talk wiffle ball in depth and set aside two seconds to be able to talk and and be able to listen. And um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I hope you had a lot of fun. I had a blast. And um, yes, so look out for any tweets or any updates from us or or else we'll definitely be seeing you christmas time right after we'll definitely i'll definitely do something special for you guys so peace and love thank you for listening to the 2022 23 hrl podcast where we will touch them all i am hove with my co-host psych peace out love y'all thanks guys peace